Amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord this morning. If you have your Bibles, please turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. First Corinthians 10, verses 1 to 13. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. All passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. And do not become idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality, as some of them did, and in one day 23,000 fell. Nor let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents. Nor complain, as some of them also complained. And we're destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happened to them as examples. And they were written for our admonition. Upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Common sense, practical judgment that is independent of specialized knowledge, training, or the like. Normal intelligence. Common sense, to read it again this morning, practical judgment that is independent of specialized knowledge, training, or the like. Normal intelligence. Sounds good, right? You know, I've been involved in many conversations in my time, as I'm sure everyone here has. I've been involved in many conversations. I've conversed with people of all walks of life, all levels of society, all ages. I've spoken with people on North American soil, and I've spoken with people on foreign soil. And we know the saying, that's common sense. Another definition puts it this way, the basic level of practical knowledge and judgment that we all need to help us live. As I've already said this morning, I've had many conversations in my lifetime, and I've had many observations in my lifetime, 
And I have come to this conclusion. I prefer uncommon sense. Uncommon sense. That which is not common among men in the world. We're talking about supernatural judgment that is dependent on specialized knowledge, training, or the like. Abnormal intelligence, knowledge and judgment this world can't match. Uncommon sense, that which is not common among men. C.S. Lewis said these words, when the whole world is running towards a cliff, he who is running in the opposite direction appears to have lost his mind. Proverbs 1.16, for their feet run to evil. The message paraphrase, they're racing to a very bad end. And what does the Bible say in Romans 12? Romans 12, verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The Amplified Bible reads, do not be conformed to this world or this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. In the voice translation, do not allow this world to mold you into its own image. Instead, be transformed from the inside out by the renewing of your mind. As a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. Uncommon sense. We need the uncommon sense of the Lord, that which is not common among men and the world. And thank God for all those that have gained this uncommon sense. For those that do not think like the world, respond like the world. The Lord would come today to remind us of what is right and fitting for us as the people of God. Run in the opposite direction. Run in the opposite direction. Again, that quote, C.S. Lewis, when the whole world is running towards a cliff, he who is running in the opposite direction appears to have lost his mind. Psalm 119, verse 32, I will run the course of your commandments, for you shall enlarge my heart. The whole world is running in one direction. We choose as the people of God what is right for the people of God, and we run the course of his commandments. Proverbs 4, verses 10 to 12, hear my son and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered, and when you run, you will not stumble. 
We are not to think like the world. We are not to be sensible like the world. A world full of common thinkers may label us as those that have lost our minds. However, the reality is we have gained his mind. Listen to 1 Corinthians 2, verse 6. We speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Head down to verse 16. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The Passion Translation, we possess Christ's perceptions. I'd like to encourage us all here today and say that it is a day to forfeit the common sense of this unregenerate world in order to gain his mind, in order to gain his thoughts, his perceptions, his judgment that we need, that we might truly live. The Bible in the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Lord, give us your mind. Your perceptions, O Lord. 1 John 5, verse 20, and we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true, and we are in him who is true. In his son, Jesus Christ, this is the true God and eternal life. Now I'm sure there's someone here this morning saying, just hold on a minute. Not all common sense is bad. Well, it's deeper than the surface today. And yes, I will agree that if you're talking about common sense like if you touch a hot iron, you're going to get burned. And yes, you're right, and I am guilty. Common sense, but we're talking about the uncommon sense of the Lord, not thinking like the world thinks. A world full of common thinkers. I trust we can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today. And we read Psalm 19, verses 7 to 10. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey in the honeycomb. What are some examples of uncommon sense? Not thinking like the world, not wrapped up and joining in with the common thinkers. This uncommon sense of the Lord, what are some examples of uncommon sense? The world walks by sight. We walk by faith. The world has its report. 
we believe God's report. The world has its ideals and ideas. We hold to God's ideals and ideas. The world has its morality. We hold to God's morality. Truth has fallen in the streets. We raise it in the streets. We live in a world that calls darkness light, but we, we call it like it is. We tithe. Uncommon sense. I've had conversations with people, neighbors. You mean you give that much money to the church? Uncommon sense. We fast and pray. Uncommon sense. We turn the other cheek. Uncommon sense. We serve. Uncommon sense. We go to church. Sadly, uncommon sense. We speak blessing, not cursing. Uncommon sense. We don't cheat. We don't lie. We don't covet. We aren't jealous. We aren't envious. Uncommon sense. We don't fit the mold. Uncommon sense. You know what the Bible says? We are a peculiar people that we may proclaim the praises of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Our common sense is subject to a book. Uncommon sense. John 15, verse 19. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Woe to you when all speak well of you. The problem today, it's not that we want to be of the world, but yet we want the world to love us. Can we hear that today as the people of God? It's not that, it's not that we want to be of the world, but yet we want the world to love us. The reality is this, if we want the world to love us, we will end up of the world. Another gospel, a man-made Jesus, a form of godliness, a book of amendments, missing pages, missing standards, polluted convictions, and we could go on. A.W. Tozer said these words, when the world says, oh, you're narrow. You say, maybe I am narrow, but the way is narrow, and the path to heaven isn't as broad as a 16-lane highway. You know why I'm too narrow? I'm walking with my God. Careful the company you keep. Careful the company you keep. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Galatians 5, 7, you ran well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? 
Again, John 15, verse 19, reading from the voice, if you were a product of the world order, then it would love you. But you are not a product of the world because I have taken you out of it. And it despises you for that very reason. Leonard Ravenhill said these words, if a million people smiled on me while I knew God frowned on me, I would not be happy. But if God smiled on me while a million people frowned on me, I would not be unhappy. What does the Bible say in Acts 5.29? It says we ought to obey God rather than man. Was not our Jesus despised and rejected of men? He didn't fit the mold. He had this uncommon sense of God. This uncommon sense. The Passion Translation reads, if you were to give your allegiance to the world, they would love and welcome you as one of their own. But because you won't align yourself with the values of this world, they will hate you. I have chosen you and take you out of the world to be mine. Take you out of the world to be mine. Our ministry friend, Brian Sumner, posted this in recent days, and I share it with the church today. Jesus didn't eat with sinners and tax collectors because he wanted to appear inclusive, tolerant, and accepting. He ate with them to call them to repentance. Oh, but I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to be of the world, but I want the world to love me and like me. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to lose a friend. Martin Luther, let the world rather than God be offended with me. A.W. Tozer, not wanting to appear judgmental, we mistakenly try to make biblical truth fit the culture around us. Wow. Now more than ever. Further words from A.W. Tozer. Any doctrine that makes the world your friend is not your friend. Any doctrine that makes it easy for you to hobnob with the world and the world's ways, to accept the world's values and do things the way the world does, is not of God. It cannot possibly be. We read John 8, verses 31 and 32. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, remember we said, our common sense, our uncommon sense, our way of living is subject to a book. Not where we rip out pages that we don't like or we skip verses that we don't like. Or we find an easier translation, rather a paraphrase. Just water it down so that I feel good. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We need the uncommon sense of the Lord. And so today I say to all of us here, run in the opposite direction. 
when the whole world is running toward a cliff, even if they think you've lost your mind, run in the opposite direction. Gain his mind. Gain his mind. Christ's perceptions. Don't seek the love of the world. Things get messed up in our own lives, our own relationship with the Lord when we seek the love of the world. Not that we want to be of the world, but when we want the world to love us. Hold to truth no matter the cost. And someone's saying here this morning, are you suggesting we never spend time with sinners and prodigals and so on? No. I'm declaring that we must never compromise. We must never compromise. Never appear inclusive. Maybe that's hard to take right now. But think about it. Never appear inclusive. Never appear tolerant. Never appear accepting. Our very presence and our conversation, our uncommon sense, calling them to repentance. Further words of A.W. Tozer. Modern Christians hope to save the world by being like it. But it will never work. The church's power of the world, the church's power over the world, springs out of her unlikeness to it, never from her integration into it. Isaiah 5, verse 20, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness. We need to speak the truth. We are the people of God. We need to hold to the truth, hold to the commandments of the Lord, run in the opposite direction. The whole world is running towards a cliff. Run the course of his commandments. I want to read a page from John Wesley's diary. This is the late 1700s. These are his words. Sunday morning, May 5, preached in St. Anne's. Was asked not to come back anymore. Sunday p.m., May 5, preached at St. John's. Deacon said, get out and stay out. Sunday a.m., May 12, preached at St. Jude's. Can't go back there either. Sunday p.m., May 12, preached at St. George's. Kicked out again. Remember, this is the 1700s. Sunday a.m., May 19, preached at St. Somebody Else's. Deacons called special meeting and said I couldn't return. Sunday p.m., May 19, preached on the street. Kicked off the street. Sunday a.m., May 26, preached in meadow, chased out of meadow as bull was turned loose during the service. Sunday a.m., June 2, preached out at the edge of the town, kicked off the highway. Sunday p.m., June 2, afternoon service, preached in a pasture. 10,000 people came to hear me. Listen to these words. 
Sometimes the things we perceive as failures are actually the steps to breakthrough. You imagine if he would have given up and packed it in? Sunday morning, May 5. Or tweaked his message. Well, they don't like it. They don't like it. Well, I'm just going to tweak it. But this guy had a fear of God. And he was more concerned that God be pleased with him. He'd rather offend the world. And he also knew that only the truth sets people free. When you mess with truth, it's no longer truth. Sometimes the things we perceive as failures are actually the steps to breakthrough. John 8, 31 to 32 in the Passion Translation, Jesus said, when you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove you are my true followers. For if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. Philippians 2, verses 14 to 16, the New King James Version, do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Obviously, there's a difference. Can we not see that? You shine as lights, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Passion Translation, children of God, even though you live in the midst of a brutal and perverse culture, you will appear among them as shining lights in the universe, holding out the words of eternal life. Let's have the worship team return today. We're going to read John 15, verses 18 to 27, reading from the Voice Bible. If you find that the world despises you, remember that it despised, remember that before it despised you, it first despised me. If you were a product of the world order, then it would love you, but you are not a product of the world because I have taken you out of it, and it despises you for that very reason. Don't forget what I have spoken to you. A servant is not greater than the master. If I was mistreated, you should expect nothing less. If they accepted what I have spoken, they will also hear you. Everything they do to you, they will do on my account because they do not know the one who has sent me. If I had not spoken within their hearing, they would not be guilty of sin, but now they have no excuse for ignoring my voice. If someone despises me, he also despises my Father. If I had not demonstrated things for them that have never been done, they would not be guilty of sin. But the reality is, they have stared me in the face, and they have despised me and the Father nonetheless. Yet their law, which says they despise me without any cause, has again been proven true. I will send a great helper to you from the Father one known as the spirit of truth. 
He comes from the Father and will point to the truth as it concerns me. But you will also point others to the truth about my identity because you have journeyed with me since this all began. Uncommon sense. In a world full of common thinkers, it's a day to forsake common sense and call on the Lord for that which is not common among men. To go after that which is not common among men. I feel to say this, there may be some here today and mentioned this in passing last week, but if you're hurt or you're weary or you're tired, the world's way is a break and recovery in that way. Time off or perhaps just walk on and get out of here. But God's way is not so. And he says to you today, press on and press in or you may not run again. The kingdom is forcefully advancing and the violence still take it by force. I want to ask today concerning all of us, the individual today, the couple today, the family unit today, what direction are we running? When the whole world is running towards a cliff, we may appear to the world as those that have lost our mind, but the reality is we have gained the mind of God. Give your life to Jesus today if you don't know him. You're here and the Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart, knocking on your heart. Give your life to Jesus. Turn to Jesus today and surrender all to him. And to all of us here, every single one in this room, and hearing these words today, to all of us here who are of uncommon sense, keep thinking like the king. Keep thinking like the king. Keep thinking like the king. 1 Corinthians 2, 15. Those who live in the spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things. Uncommon sense. I don't think like the world, for I don't act like the world. I don't speak like the world. I don't react like the world. We are not of the world. The Bible encourages us and tells us time and time again that we've been taken out of the world. Yet we remain in the world and we understand that. We understand that. You are a shining light. Maybe you need to wake up each morning and say, I am a shining light. How peculiar. Make that your morning ritual. Step in front of the mirror. I'm peculiar. But I'm chosen. I'm royal. I'm holy. And I am called to show forth the praises of him who has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. And therefore, Lord, as I go about my day, give me the uncommon sense sense it is not common among men. No matter where I find myself, no matter the conversation or the interaction, in all things, let me possess the perceptions of Christ. Don't hide it under a bushel. Don't turn it down. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let it shine. Don't let go of that which makes you 
uncommon. Receive that word today. Don't let go of that which makes you peculiar. I think of the family unit. Sometimes we get together with family. We don't want to offend anybody. And so we just turn it down a little. Appear inclusive and tolerant of certain things, but that's not the way of the Lord. Again, I love that quote, that statement that Jesus, he didn't hang out with these these type of people, these unregenerate people, these unbelievers, so he could hobnob with them and have a good time and act just like they are and be accepted. You know how I've been in conversations with people like, we got to develop a relationship and then when they really love you and trust you, then you can just hammer down on them. But be real all the way through, okay? Be real all the way through. Be real all the way through. I thought about it this morning. You know, Jesus didn't get together and hang out with all these people and become buddy-buddy and then one day get up and say, hey guys, now I gotta lay something heavy on you. They knew when they met him, he was a shining light. Uncommon sense. I don't know why I was thinking about it this morning. We're like, this is the uncommon sense of our God. Send the Savior, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords into the world to die for us. Uncommon sense. What other king leaves his throne? Uncommon sense. Okay, let's go further. Born of a virgin. Uncommon sense. Put him in a manger. Uncommon sense. Let him live in the home of a carpenter. Let him pound some nails. Uncommon sense. Let him sand some tables. That doesn't make sense, does it? If we were arranging the coming of the king, it would be way different. The king of kings and the Lord of lords, the creator of all things, the word of God. Have him stroll in on a donkey. Uncommon sense. Send him to his death. Send him to his death. He never, he never did one thing wrong. This is the uncommon sense of our God in a world of common thinkers. Never lose that, which makes you uncommon, amen.